don't want it to get too heavy. I feel really overloaded. Well, we can just watch this instead. On a nice, nice little Friday afternoon. We're going to check out this new Munsters trailer. And we're going to watch Brock Lesnar returns to Raw with words and destruction. We are not going to watch anything even close to that. Why not? Old Bad Boy Pistons game. Just looking at David's uh, YouTube search history here. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of older basketball games. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the first result there. Oh, okay. When it comes to the Adams Family versus the Munsters... Yeah. Gotta say, I don't care. Um, or really have a preference. <laughs> They're about the same. To me. Families that are spooky. You could really split hairs, I guess, and say that one's like more edgy or sexual, and I guess you'd be right, but I mean This is the Monsters trailer here. Who cares? <laughs> okay. Okay, I didn't know there was gonna be an ad, but I was gonna click on Bam Argera says I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, yo, I'm fucking done pantsing my dad. <laughs> Alright. I like. The, I don't get the film. I don't like the 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 border here, like the film reel. But yeah. I like it's a classic Universal logo. Yeah, that is way too loud. Now, if I'm to be honest, I haven't seen a single one of his movies. You haven't seen any of them? No. Oh, I I don't like the sound of that. Brain of a super genius transplanted into the body of a To be honest, I haven't liked any of them I've seen. <laughs> I want a man that makes my blood run cold. But I love slamming the back of my Dragula. My crypt. It's like a stake through my dead black heart. I can whip you up a humpy down hmm. in the land. Oh, no. Remember what happened last time? He was bad. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Okay. I like that his wife is just in every one of his movies. What exactly do you want? Is Herman Munster in there? This looks like a Danzig production. I knew the moment I laid eyes on you that you were special. I'm not clear though. Is this for babies or is it for like adults? Well, there's no difference anymore in today's society. So. Wow. Heard. Preach, David. You could say that again. Well, there's no difference in today's society. I gotta start saying you can say that again. There's a really funny scene in a... I like this song, though. Monsters has a cooler theme song. Than themes? Yeah, I guess so. Adam's family. Uh, you never watched the... Um, what is Someone it? pointed out that it does look... The black and white actually helps a lot. Yeah, I mean, is it supposed... To, is it going to be in black and white, or...? I doubt it, but... Greetings from Transylvania! That looks like a commercial. The whole thing... Hit. Enjoy saying hello? 
I guess we're gonna have to get used to it. Okay. I'll probably have to cut the... I was gonna play the audio um, from the trailer, but I'll probably have to cut it when the theme song comes around. You know... Yeah, sorry um, about that. Well, no, I'm it not. But, um... It does look like a horrendous piece of shit based on this trailer, if I'm being honest. I don't really care either way. It looks... I'll, I mean, I, I didn't have anything invested in this. I was more just confused by why he was making it. Um, why? Why? Now Rob I Zombie? see that he somehow squandered a $100 million budget <laughs> and uh, must have, I don't know, lost it all gambling and had to like rent camera equipment from the nearest college or um, lights as well and probably didn't even have a film crew. I mean, it looks pretty bad. I just, I don't know what his other movies really look like, I guess, but it doesn't... Ah, uh, his other movies look a little higher budget. Than there, there's no, like, stylization or anything. It really, it, the sound is even bad. Like, the production, there's just, like, what the hell? Um, kind of, I mean, is this, like, an independent movie? I don't know. Who's putting this out? Peacock. Oh, it's, like, a streaming thing? Yeah. Okay. Um, You're going to think... dump it on Peacock. I think um, when I heard that he was making a Monsters movie, I thought that sounded perfect, you know? Like, you know, that seems like something he could do. And I kind of thought, eh, maybe it'll be fun. And... Well, I mean, it's like not anything... He usually does, like, hyper-violent... White trash. Yeah. Extremely, like, disgustingly white trash movies. Yeah. And he's so I don't really have like a problem with him like personally like I think he's a very cool guy. He's fine. He seems he's all right. He's vegan. That's yeah. pretty chill. I watched his MTV Cribs and it was pretty good. Thundercat sixty five is a really it's an all timer. It's the greatest song ever written. It's the kind of song where you can just like walk into a crowd and start going like dun 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 to yourself and the entire crowd will join in and it will be epic. Yeah. Let's see. I've seen House of a Thousand Corpses. Um, I saw it in eighth grade and I liked it. And then I watched it again a couple Halloweens ago and I didn't like it at all. Uh, I've never seen Devil's Rejects. I hear it's very good. I've seen this Halloween remake and I think I've said on this podcast that it's one of my least favorite movies of all time. Okay. Halloween 2 I've also seen and it's completely unremarkable. Um... And that's all I've seen. Yeah. I mean... I heard Lords of Salem is good. Oh. And yeah, I heard... I forgot th- about that one. Three from Hell was just okay. I remember, like, a, over a decade ago, he was working... It was, like, an animated movie. Super... El Super Bisto, right? El... Yeah. In my head, I'm like, what is it? The Ballad of El Gudo or something? It's like, oh, no. That's a song. Um, which that never happened, I guess. I don't know. Maybe he's just bad at like, um, maybe just funding always falls through for the guy. Not huh? really sure. Like the funding never just works out or maybe. I don't know. I'm not making excuses for, uh, Mr. Zombie here. You think when he like, uh, what does it say on his driver's license? Mr. Zombie. <laughs> And he, like, illegally doctor's license to say, like, 1313 Mockingbird Lane. 
And then he tries to like rent a book at the li- or uh, check out a book at the library, and he just gets like the police called on him. Um, does that happen? No. Get... No, I mean, if someone tries to check out a book at the library and they their address is all goofed up, I think. You know, I don't know what happens actually. I haven't encountered that. There's more footage from the monsters. Yeah. <laughs> this is actually um this stole footage from the Alice Cooper documentary. That we watched. <laughs> I guess we could talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. Did you guys know? Does everybody know who's in this room right now? That Alice Cooper used to smoke crack. Big revelation to me. Crack rock the size of a baseball is what he <laughs> described. Was it, it was a baseball? I was trying to think about it earlier. I thought he said a basketball, but then he said he flushed it down the toilet. <laughs> well, even if it was the shape of a baseball, I mean, you're gonna clog your damn toilet. <laughs> It'll dissolve me. I don't. I don't know what the. I don't co- really know what the. Yeah, what the properties of crack rock are. It's a like. crystal, kind of. I yeah, don't, but I mean, it breaks apart. So, but like. I don't. Yeah, with, I wouldn't know what it feels like. It's like a snowball, or unless it's like a real high flow ash, like a real super sucker of a toilet. You just like blast it with his bidet <laughs> for a minute. <laughs> it was a long process. Keeps. Yeah, it gets the plunger involved. Even though he described it as like an impulse move, it went so much went into that. Yeah. And I was like, what did I just do? Yeah. So for those, what did I just do for 15 minutes? Uh, for those unaware, Alice Cooper, he, he struggled with addiction during his life. First, alcoholism. And then he quit for three years. He quit for three years, and then I, was when he was touring solo, he um he got hip to crack cocaine. Well, first cocaine, then freebasing, then crack. Yeah. And then later in life, energy drinks. Oh, the dog on my lap has woken up. Hello, Noodle. Part of the song are we at? <laughs> <laughs> I like just every second of the song. It's just like indiscernible. <laughs> from We're watching the video for Jagula on silent. Jagula. And the ju- there's some Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde uh, footage in here that made me think of the Alice Cooper documentary because they inters- intersperse segments of the documentary with Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde footage because... Alice Cooper kept comparing himself to the fictional character. Yeah, I love when, like, dudes like that are, like, talking about a character that they perform as if it is, like, for sure a different guy. Yeah. Like, really committed to the belief that Alice Cooper is a different man. Yeah. Even though at one point they do say he legally changed his name to Alice Cooper. Right. Wait, did he? I think so, yeah. Let me, uh, well, fuck it. (laughs) Yeah. Not really important right now. Um, I um. You think Rob Zombie becomes high? I don't know. No, he seems like he might be a sober guy. I don't know. I already you guess. just watched that monster trailer. I didn't really finish <laughs> my thoughts. Maybe it could be fun. I I have hopes that maybe, maybe it is good. Maybe it's just the trailer. Maybe they rendered the trailer wrong. I guess so. I just don't know why you're making excuses for. But I don't really give a shit if it's bad. Yeah. Ultimately. But like, you're saying you're going to watch it either way? Yeah, just based just solely on I like Rob Zombie as a guy. I mean, like, I would, I guess I would consider watching it because, you know, monsters are fine and all. But um, that looked kind of bad enough that I, I'd think if I didn't watch it and just forgot about it, I wouldn't be upset. But if it is really bad, there's almost something in that, like, seeing that. 
Like, if it is, like, the worst movie of all time? I mean, yeah, if it's literally... But I don't... I think it's just going to be, like, kind of mediocre, like, not funny. Like, maybe occasionally, like... I don't know. The jokes just, just didn't really seem there. I don't know if he's, like, a funny guy or not. Rob Zombie? Yeah. Yeah, I don't really I know I mean, either. I to be fair, the monsters isn't, like, a... I'm not, like, cry, like slapping my knee, like, not able to breathe because of how <laughs> hilarious it is. I don't know. It was, like, a very uh, ahead of its time. Oh, yeah, the Rob Zombie Cribs. It's got the Danzig t-shirt on. You know, they're probably boys. He's got those jeans that have, like, the crisscross, like, rope instead of a, a zipper. Is he smoking weed? See, he does smoke. He does become high. <laughs> I mean, he is a white guy with dreads. So now he's being uh, caressed by that man. Um, that is a nice house. It is a nice ass house. Okay, this is just some like clips <laughs> of <laughs> him. Anyway, uh, yeah, monsters. No, thank you. I'd wear that T-shirt. I'm fine. Uh, yeah, let's just watch the episode of Cribs. I watched some good-ass movies this week. What'd you watch? I watched Brain Candy, the Kids in the Hall movie. Oh, okay. You ever see that? No. This is pretty good. Oh, I see what you mean about the crisscrossing zipper. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's <laughs> like kind of a pirate uh, peasant situation. <laughs> but they're jeans. Like, I don't... <laughs> Yeah, it's the stupidest look of all time. Like, imagine <laughs> having to, like, I just would choose, I just pee my pants instead of having to, like, unravel those. It's 2000 was the golden era of overthinking design of jeans, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Like, bat, like you know, the, 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 the brilliance of, like, a jean, like a back pocket, you slip whatever you need to in there. When you get, like, big flaps and buttons and snaps, you got yeah. to fasten. And you could even say, like, button flies, sort of, like. What are you doing? A whole puzzle box to <laughs> access your storage space. You got, you got an access code on your jeans to yeah. get to the back pocket. There's like a like the lock is a Rubik's cube that you have to have someone else solve. No, it's like you, you know you go to a gated community. I mean, I don't know if you do. I only do for work. Yeah. But, and they got like the doot, 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 access granted. Or David's work as a gigolo. Yeah. Always going up, uh, up, all up in those gated communities. Yeah, if you've seen American Gigolo, that's exactly my life. I'm wanted for, I'm, I've been falsely accused of murder. Yeah, a cross between that and Midnight Cowboy. Remember that part in that movie where, like, uh, he goes to do that job where he's going to fuck that guy's wife in front of him, and he's like, slap that and He's just, like, really uncomfortable with the whole proceeding. <laughs> kind of. Are they making a new one? American Gigolo? Yeah. Are they making a TV series or something? I think it's fine the way it is. They're doing something American Gigolo related. A sequel. Yeah. Remember, uh, not that okay. We're gonna get back to movies you've watched, but uh, you know he has a pretty normal. Ho- oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> that, that dramatic zoom in on a cute little <laughs> skull and crossbones rug that's in front of his fireplace. Okay. Oh, I thought this was a bottle of rum. These are just, he just action action figures behind his home bar. Yeah, he has kind of a cool house, other than like the row of skulls. But I guess that's not that weird. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we can do some movie talk. I mean, yeah, we've yeah, been talking about we've been talking about movies the whole time, pretty much. 
This will be a movie talk episode. And don't worry, rock news is coming later. Maybe just... Oh man. Yeah, rock news is coming later, because I got a, a thought about rock music. Maybe we can fold some Alice Cooper discussion into rock news. Yeah. Well, we just broke some rock news. Which Alice is... Alice Cooper flushed a crack rock the size of a baseball <laughs> down the toilet. <laughs> While his eyes were bleeding. Yeah. That's really alarming. Like, did he get that... Like, did he go to the hospital, like... I that's, don't remember what they that's said. That's really scary. <laughs> I think maybe he just slept it off. <laughs> I was like, all right. He just went to the grocery store like that? I do like the detail. He flushed this cra- this baseball-sized crack rock that he still owed money on. Yeah. I'm like, I mean, Jesus, was he destitute also? I mean, I guess his wife was leaving him, so maybe there was a financial uh, conundrum. I mean, but they, I, they uh, I assume it out. he paid it off. Oh, it was partially... Eating Jello. <laughs> that's fun. Although I don't. Maybe he wasn't vegan at the time. Oh, that's a lot of condiments. Maybe it wasn't. This ve- one's. This is actually. This has got to be his actual house. Like you know, they sh- some of these episodes of Cribs are like staged. <laughs> this is definitely his house. Yeah, just imagine the work that would have gone into <laughs> faking this house. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No brain candy. Good ass movie. It's funny. I don't know if you ever watch Kids in the Hall. I've really. never watched Kids in the Hall. I yeah. hear it's very funny. Yeah, you'd probably like it. I'll check it out. Is it as good as The State? You know, I haven't really watched The State. The State's pretty funny. I've heard. I've heard. There are five seasons of Kids in the Hall, though. The State, what does it have? Two? Three? I think it's just two. And then, you know, some movies. Some adjacent movies. Yeah. Earlier when you were talking about um, saying you could oh, say that again. Check it out. Oh, yeah, this is his movie collection he's this got. This where the magic happens. He had everything on VHS, and then he was explaining that he had to start buying everything on DVD because things started coming out on DVD. God damn it. But, uh... There's a fly in here that's been pissing me off all day. I'm sorry. That's our, Hey, don't talk about our guests that way. I'm sorry. He's just really making me aggro. There's a joke in They Came Together, which is made by the same people who went on American Summer, pretty much. Yeah. David Wayne directed. Where they, they take, uh, you can say that again, joke really, really far. And it's very funny. That is key. I can imagine. What else did you watch this weekend? Let's see. I got my list up here. Got my letterbox. If anyone wants to follow me on letterbox. Daniel S.S. That's Daniel E-S-S-E-S-S. See, I watched The Birds the other night. I like that movie Whipped a lot. out my 4K. I didn't. I thought it was boring. This is like his kid's room? Or what's this room? Yeah, this is his uh, daughter's room. I didn't even realize Rob Zombie had a kid. And he started painting for it. Um, I thought it was like a him and his wife sleep in different bedroom situation. <laughs> I mean, I've watched this, so I do kind of remember what he's talking about a little bit. Anyway, yeah, um, the, the the birds. Yeah, the movie rocks. Movie about a a woman who rolls into town and ruins everyone's life. Yeah, with her bird. She was trying to get, she was trying to get, you know, get the D. Yeah, isn't that the premise? Yeah, she has a meet cute with the guy in the bird store, uh, the animal store. And she's just like follows him to his cottage town, and uh, then the birds get mad. <laughs> the original Angry Birds movie, you might say. Was there are like 
50 reviews that are just that on um, Letterboxd. For Angry Birds? No, for the birds. Someone said that? No, like 50 people said it, yeah. And then they're all like highly rated reviews. So okay, because honestly, to... Dan, when you originally said that, it made me really pissed off. <laughs> I was like, did he really say it? Is he really trying to make this joke? Oh, no. Lots of uh, lots of people already made the joke, so I couldn't even make the joke if I wanted to. I gotta read you. Okay. And I started wondering. I gotta read you this YouTube comment I stumbled across. Are you familiar with the band The Beths? Yeah. When we talk about rock news, I'll get into my thoughts on The Beths. But uh, are you well, let's save this. Let's table this for rock news, unless it's right. related to movies. No, it's not. Anyway, YouTube comments are appropriate for rock news. Okay. Um, movies you watched. The Birds. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's like this. I. At first, I didn't really like the premise, and then I got really into the setup of it, and then after an hour, the birds just started fucking shit up, and I didn't, I don't know. You didn't like the birds? Some of it was kind of funny, I guess. I like when the kids are being chased out of the school. It's kind Dang, of you just heard me say I like that movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. You led me astray. I liked some of it, but for the most part, it's like one of my least favorite Hitchcock movies I've seen. It's not my absolute favorite. But I think I'd rather watch that than Vertigo. No, I'd take Vertigo again. Really? Yeah. I've watched it three times, and I feel like that's enough. For maybe, Vertigo. Maybe wait a couple decades and then revisit it. Vertigo? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I get really sleepy. Like, it's a good movie, but it feels like I'm doing work when I watch it. Uh, Rebecca's pretty good. You've seen that one. Rear Window is my favorite one. Rear Window is pretty good, too. Strangers on a Train is good. Uh, I don't, like, absolutely adore any Hitchcock movies, to be honest, though. Really? I think a lot of them are just kind of dry, yeah. You don't even like North by Northwest? North by Northwest is probably, it's my favorite one, I think. That's probably his best one. That may be number two for me. That one, you know, Psycho is pretty good, too. Yeah. Except for the ending. Well, I got, like, all the ones I need right here. Joe has rope. Do I have them in here? Yeah, I do. I guess I'm really shitting on Vertigo. David, but... turn it off. <laughs> Why is this? <laughs> <laughs> the Rob Zombie <laughs> interview with Joe Rogan started playing. <laughs> yeah, we're going to get this off here. I don't want this being... Mom, working. Dad, t- turn off the TV. <laughs> Help. Um, I watched The Night House. Yeah. You're, did you watch that? The Night House? Yeah, it came out last year. No. Or the year before, maybe. It was pretty good, actually. It's like a woman's husband kills himself, and then she's alone at the house, and she starts, like, hallucinating because she died for four minutes earlier in in life, and she thinks that, like, death is coming for her, basically. Uh, It's pretty good, though. I hate when people say this is their favorite Quentin Tarantino movie. To give some context, David's now watching a clip from from Dusk Till Dawn. I'll turn the TV off. This is... Not really helping me. Which I don't really care for that movie, to be honest. I don't even want to watch it. I don't even want to think about it. Other than, you know, Salma Hayek is in it, so maybe I'll have to. But, uh, other than that, no thank you. Uh, did I talk about a scary movie last time I was on? Or we last time we recorded? We talked about it to each other off, yeah. off of this. Oh, yeah, we did. It's the greatest movie of all time. That was a busy day. Last time we recorded, me and David, um... We weren't recording? Hmm? I don't think we were... Did we record? Yeah, didn't we record and then we had a bunch of stuff to do? 
Yeah, we did, and then we got lunch, and then we like went to visit Joe at oh, work, and then right. uh, yeah, that was a whole ordeal. Mm-hmm. That was a big day for me. Yeah. I don't usually have action-packed days like that. Anyway, I didn't have anything uh, else to talk about with movies, really. Let's see. What have Nighthouse, I Nighthouse, I recommend. The Birds. What's the boring. Nighthouse about? I just explained it. A lady who's a teacher's husband kills himself on their lake at the lake house they live in. And then she's experiencing grief, but also like some supernatural stuff. When did that come out? It's like last year. You said that as well. I'm sorry. I got off on that from Dust Cell Dawn to <laughs> it really distracted me. I don't think I like Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> I don't think I do either. Um, I feel like every time he comes up to me, people are like... Every time Robert Rod- Rodriguez comes up to you. Every time he comes on comes on me. I don't like this. I, El Mariachi was cool. He just won't stop coming up to you. El Mariachi was cool. and uh, Step into your fly girl. <laughs> I don't um, know what El Mariachi is. It's his first movie. Unless it's about a mariachi band, then I don't care. Well, kind of. It's about um, a mariachi guitarist who mixes up his guitar case with a case full of, gu- of guns that was being carried around by an arms dealer. Mm. Full, like, how many guns? I don't remember. Like, packed to the brim with, gu- like, guns, like, barrels are poking out of the sides. You just can't I'm even shut sure it. I'm pretty sure I watched it, like, eighth grade, and it was on, like, a portable <laughs> DVD player. <laughs> So I don't remember. In my room, nice. too. Like, I, I had a DVD player. I miss watching stuff on my portable DVD player. I would just sit on my exercise bike and, like, watch episodes of Beavis and Butthead. That's pretty tight. Yeah. Let me grab the book. What book? David's grabbing a book. Oh, like a journal. Your journal? Yeah, it's my girl. I tried talking into it like it was the mic. Well, I watched The Gray Man today, but... Do you keep a physical notebook of the movies you watch? Yeah, I do. Um, That's pretty baller. Just watched Reds. Probably the best three-hour movie I've ever watched in my life. Wow. Or not really, but like... Better the than... Mo- huh? Better, better than, than The Godfather? The, yeah. No, it's probably not better than The Godfather, but... Eyes Wide Shut? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm just really excited about this movie. Ben-Hur? I've never seen Ben-Hur. No, thank you. <laughs> um, Reds is... what? If, sorry, what if Ben-Hur was a movie about a guy who's, like, been waiting on someone for a really, really long time? <laughs> and they call them, and it's like, well, it's not Ben-Hur. I've been her the whole time. <laughs> And then they shoot a horse in the head. (laughs) (laughs) I do like that idea a lot. I've been waiting on you. (laughs) Four hours. It's hot out in this desert. Where have you been? I've been hurt. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds a lot better. I'd watch that movie. Just a guy on the phone for four hours leaving voicemails, text messages. Just to be clear, still, like a lot of horses die in that movie. I'm going to get it. Well, I'll, I'll deal with it later. Reds is very good. Let me get into it. Kay. You haven't asked me what it's about, and I find that very rude, so I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> it's about John Reed and Louise Reed. 
It's a uh, romance. It's a historic, like a uh, romance drama about uh, revolutionaries who take part in uh, workers, worker strikes. You know, general like socialist politics in America around the time of the, of the First World War. Who's in it again? Warren Beatty, Diane Keaton, Jack Nicholson. Oh. So three all-timers, for sure. That's a good, yeah. Um, it's kind of a love triangle. Like, at one point, Diane Keaton has a bit of a, f- a flame with Jack Nicholson. Okay. So she's bouncing between two of the, the all-time coolest men of all, <laughs> you know? Two of the highest-T Hollywood actors a- from ever. that era. Ever. Uh, yeah, period. Name was, okay, Arnold, maybe, for sure. Although I guess Jack Nicholson's a little more high T than uh, Warren Beatty, it, just because he has no hair, or he has some hair. He has kind of the Bill Murray type of type of deal going on. Jack. Yeah, They're the same kind of like masculinity. Mhm. Uh, why does your phone vibrate so many times when you get a text? I'm getting a call. Oh. Okay, I got a text from a group chat we're part of, so I figured it was that. Oh, just now. But they're organizing shit. They're like uh, political activists around World War One. Mm-hmm. And then they get involved in the Bolshevik Revolution. Cool. Yeah. Hey, can I have something to drink, actually? I got some zero-calorie sodas in the fridge. That'll be fine. Okay, one sec. I just got to text Katie. Thank you. I'm crashing a little bit. I just got off work and we're recording. Okay, do you want grape or cola? Is the only two in the fridge right now? Um, probably cola. Okay. Man, I haven't had grape soda in forever though. I'll do cola. Was it like a stevia or a zevia? Not st- we're not doing stevia. It is zevia, yeah. Yeah, I haven't I haven't tried zevia actually. I've heard they're good though. Okay, so this is just cola. Okay, that's pretty good, actually. Nice. And it's vegan. Great. This is stevia sweetened. What's that sound? Uh, I try something outside. But yeah, very good movie. Um, there's this really... Like, the last hour is like... Do you care about spoilers? Not really. Okay. Last so, wait, it's a Robert Altman movie, right? No, it's a Warren Beatty movie. He directed it? Yeah. <clears throat> Writ- wrote it, directed, produced, starred. Wow. Um, like, the last hour is, like, uh, you know, uh, I think it's around the time that, like, uh, things are going good again in Warren and Diane's relationship. And then he gets called uh, to action back in Russia to help with the Bolshevik Revolution some more. Yeah. And uh, he promises he'll be, he'll be back by Christmas. And uh, he spends like a year there, and they just won't let him leave. Oh, they try no. escaping. 
and he keeps trying to get a hold of her to explain what's going on. But, she, but at that point, she <clears throat> leaves New York to find him in Russia. Okay. So it's like a very long stretch of them trying to find each other but constantly missing each other. Ooh, I have an idea for what happens in the end. What? Well, I don't want to know literally, I guess, how it ends, but... Well, uh, a big part of the end is, is the trailer. is on the poster over there. But anyway, <laughs> what's your idea? Well, it's around Christmas. Movie's called Reds. They're trying to find each other. They both wind up at the North Pole, <laughs> and they become the real-life Mr. and Mrs. Claus. Yeah, that is actually what happens. Pretty and much. then they use um, socialism to give everybody presents. Yeah. I watched La Dolce Vita. Have you seen that? No. Fun fact for the audience, uh, me and David were going to go see that on film in a theater on like March 11th, March 9th of 2020. But like hours before the event was going to happen, they had to shut down the theater because of COVID. <clears throat> That's weird. There's a few times we've been trying to do stuff and got canceled for weird reasons. Yeah, Eric Is Andre. That Eric Andre for, yeah, no, un, real undisclosed reasons, scheduling conflicts. There was a concert we were going to go to where it was like negative 11 degrees outside, and so they weren't going to make it. Yeah, we won't sit. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Stavros Halkius got sick. Promised to reschedule, never did. We didn't forget. No. Never forget. <clears throat> okay, so you got your your little uh, Christmas movie, La Dolce Vita. Sounds kind of like a dessert. Mm-hmm. They eat like um, they they have dessert in that movie. I don't know if I liked that movie. That was also three hours, right? Yes. Um, I don't know. I that's a Federico Fellini movie, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know if I really like him that much. I really liked Eight and a Half. I didn't really like it. I thought it was boring. Really? Well, well, at least Eight and a Half feels like it's going somewhere. La Dolce Vita, like, I'm sure it, there's more to it. Uh, But it, it was just kind of like this... I found the main character to be annoying. Just like an asshole with commitment issues. Hmm. Um... So I didn't really have a good time watching him have a good time. Okay. It's that kind of movie. <laughs> uh, kind of, I don't know. It's just him going to parties and different social gatherings and cheating on his wife. And this is one of your one of your naked lady movies. Is that what you're saying? Huh? This well, no. Your... Unfor- there, well, there was one lady in the movie I was hoping was going to be naked, but she's not. Um, mm. I don't remember her name. But... <laughs> Very good looking movie. And there's like some parts that were cool. But overall, I just didn't really feel like it was a very rewarding watch. Sounds like half the movies on Criterion Collection. Really? Well, I just, I mean, it's a Criterion movie, right? Police Story, you don't think that's a great movie? Well, Throwing a Blood movie. I said a half. There's a lot of movies on Criterion that I like, but there's a lot that are just kind of boring. Wow, you just gonna write off all of John Waters movies like that and David Lynch? You know the one that I thought was gonna be boring? I was like sure wasn't gonna be good, but I actually really liked it was what? Eyes Without a Face. Oh, I've never seen that. I hear it's very good. I yeah. like the song. <laughs> Who's that by? Billy Idol. 
Is the song about the movie? Probably. Oh, I don't fucking know. It's fine. Hmm. You got some more movies to talk about, or you want to pivot into rock news? Because I had some some rock news topic. Yeah, I watched Love and Saucers. You ever heard of that? No. <laughs> what it's is a that? documentary about a man <laughs> who claims that his uh um first he's like an artist. He lives in like I think Hoboken, New Jersey, and uh, it's just. Uh, him telling stories of how he's been in contact with aliens his entire life basically yeah i think he's from like the south so he grew up on like a farmland and he said he lost his virginity to this large alien woman uh-huh. who had a name it's like a very vivid story he was telling but it's like obviously the real subtext here is he has mental illness yeah but everyone's just taking it like he like it's like a, a good documentary just because it's like it is interesting like this whole world that he like describes because he's like he has like all these paintings that describe like everything he talks about and like he's like yeah this is the mantis man and he would usually be there when i was having sex with the <laughs> large alien woman so it's always drawing to him like uh you know nothing and the alien woman and then <laughs> this mantis man in the corner <laughs> and now he if he tries to have he can't get hard unless there's a mantis man in the corner <laughs> But, like, uh, it's not you. It's it's the mantis man. Yeah, it's like sometimes he would be there too, and it's just like little hair. It's like this is the hair man. And it's just like a bigfoot looking guy. <laughs> but I don't know. You know, we can get into rock news. I just watched the Sting. That movie owns. Does it? Okay. Yeah, I should watch that. I still have your 4K disc. Yeah. Chilling in my binder. <clears throat> um. Yeah. What do you do? You think movies that are based on or sorry book songs that are written about and like based on movies are those usually good or do those are those kind of corny well that's like the entire misfits discography and i think those are good songs yeah like that was the first example i thought of i'm like but some of those are good yeah but it's just because they're catchy i mean i don't think he really does he really get into like describing the plot of the movies and I don't know, that'd be funny, though. It's like a lot of, and then, the, like, a kid's story of, a, like, an episode of a TV show they just watched. And then he turned into a flyer, and Jenna Davis didn't want to fuck him anymore. Wow. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, Even though that movie, I guess that movie did come out after the Misfits broke up. Yeah, okay. But, uh, that's a 90s Misfits song. Yeah, I don't know. It it seems like describing or like have a, a song based on a book or that's all of Iron Maiden. Is that what is that what that is? Yeah, Iron or Maiden. like Rush or something, you know? Yeah, it's kind of nerdy, you know. You know, they say like write about your life. Yeah, write what you know. Yeah, it's like it's like well, I I own. Well, I, I just read books and that's all I do. When I'm not doing this with my voice. That's Iron Maiden and that's Kitty Lee. I I couldn't tell. Yeah, I just think about what it would be like if there were only two minutes till midnight. (laughs) That's past my bedtime. I wrote The Working Man because I read an article about it. Yeah, that's the next step, is writing songs based on articles. <laughs> yeah. 
Whoa. All right, Noodle. <sighs> Do you want to get into rock news? or I guess that is kind of getting that, into rock Yeah, that's my attempt to pivot into rock news. <sighs> what a, you know what's a sweet Rush song is Red Barchetta? That's not like a controversial opinion. That's another opinion. song. That's about a car, right? Is it? I think. I, I was trying to figure out what that song was about because it's like, my uncle has a country place that no one knows about. He's been, I can't remember the rest of the lyrics for that. That sounds sinister. Why does no one know about it? What's going on at the, at the, the country place? I think it's, uh, I don't think it's sinister, but it's. I think it's kind of cute, actually. Wait, these aren't the lyrics, are they? If I could wave my magic wand. What? If I could wave my dick around. <coughs> when does he say the thing about his uncle? This isn't this isn't right. What is Red Burchetta about then? Something about something about magic. It talks about magic and wands and shit. What's the song I'm thinking of then? My uncle had a I don't listen to that no much, Rush. You're gonna have to get your brother on the horn. I could have sworn it was Red Barchetta. Oh, is Noodle okay? He's shaking. Yeah, he's probably a little cold if you want to put that blanket. Like, don't unfold You don't have to unfold it, but you see that blanket right there? Yeah. You probably just put that on him. This one? Mm-hmm. It's all right, dude. There, yeah, he's going to like that. Yeah. He's just, that'll do the trick. <laughs> That's pretty cute. Um... More rock news. I listened to the Beths today. Yeah. I don't know. Recently, like... Is indie rock getting boring? No, it's... it's. Huh? I mean, there's... I don't know. Some of it's creative and some of it's, like... I guess it's a broad genre. Landfill indie, as they call it. What's landfill indie? Uh, just kind of what you're describing. Just, like, the over proliferation of like the indie rock genre <clears throat> so there's just like an abundance of indie music that all sounds the same because i've been trying to listen to more indie rock and i always like will hear about ours so i'll check them out and i'm always bored yeah by some of it you know like yeah. i like indie rock. like i liked it for a long time but i've just kind of like fallen off with it where yeah i mostly follow like newer rap music when it comes to like sure new music yeah anything that's just like a little weird you know like because yeah something like i mean not no i don't have any beef with the baths or or anything but it's kind of boring it's a little boring or like there's a record from a horse girl that came out which is like one of many just like post-punk huh the movie no nothing to do with the movie oh I don't know, just like, <clears throat> like whenever I see that, I used to like post-punk as a genre, and now when I see that genre, I'm like, immediately, no interest, no thank you. Well, what is it even referring <laughs> It's like, well, have you ever heard of that band, The Soft Moon? I like them. I don't and know. I think them. they're post-punk. I'm thinking of like, this Block Party or Interpol, anything that sounds remotely like that, I'm like, I'm good. Oh, I like Interpol. I'd rather just listen to like, I don't know, New Order or something. I'd rather slip into a tub with a toaster. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I don't know. Or like kind of like modern like folksier music I think is very boring. 
you know? Yeah. Um, sometimes. I don't know. I uh, guess, like, Father John Misty is cool. He's okay. His, his last record wasn't even that good, to be honest. I guess what I'm, like, interested in now is... I don't know. The new Viagra Boys record is pretty good. Oh, that's... A, yeah, Dylan was telling me that. I, I gotta check it out. They're cool. They're really cool. <laughs> like, the... Like, la- what what I've heard of their stuff. The, the last cre- song on the new album... You heard song, Creatures? Huh? Creatures. Is that on the new album? No, it's, like, an older song. Oh, maybe not. It slaps. There's a song on the new album, uh, Cave World. The album's called Return to Monkey. And there's just like that's what the album's called. I thought it was called Cave World. Cave World. Oh, but the song is called oh, Re- sorry. Return to Monkey. And the, the, they're just chanting in the background the whole time, like "Return to Jungle, be a monkey." That's so it's something cool. like that. And I don't know. It's just like they're just so weird. Yeah. That I love it. It's like I, I whenever I'm just like yearning for weird music, I end up just listening to Ween again. Yeah. I just celebrate their whole discography. 12 Golden Country Greats is what I was listening to the other day. I'm not that into that album. Not all the songs are great, but like, I don't know. There are a few on there that are just so... I like, I'm like. i a Quebec and White Pepper guy. Well, you know that song Fluffy? Yeah. Great song. Yeah, no, there's good songs on it, but overall it's not my favorite. Um... No, I don't think anyone would say it's their favorite, but... No, I've heard people say it's their favorite. I've heard, I swear I've heard you say it's your favorite. <laughs> I, I did at some point, yeah, it's not my favorite anymore, but... I think that, but see, that's fair, it's one, they're one of those bands where it's like your favorite can just change over time. Yeah, at one point I was a chocolate and cheese guy, um, a white pepper guy, Quebec guy, kind of those three, I kind of hovered between those three. Those are probably my three favorites if I had to rank them. Sure. But I also really like Pure Guava. Um, Godwin Satan rips. Uh, the Mollusk is probably their best. I've been listening to La Cucaracha a little bit. Yeah, that's that, the only one. I, that, it's that, they're one of those bands where it's like the last album is the only one I haven't heard. Yeah, <clears throat> and like generally, it's not that impressive. But some of those songs are so, I don't know, my own bare hands. Yeah, that one's so funny. It is pretty funny. Or uh, your party, I think, is probably like what not like my favorite one of my favorite Ween songs, but it's definitely like top twenty, probably. Yeah, that was really when I saw them live in Chicago. Um, probably the greatest uh, weekend of my life. <laughs> um, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. You love staying in a hostel in Chicago. Chicago is a very cool city. Um. I didn't say it wasn't, but staying in a hostel seems like kind of sucks. Well, we were only we were out we were like out and about most of the time, so we only like went there and fell asleep. And yeah, well, I'm sure your brother told uh told the story about we were trying to go to sleep and some guy was like making like grunting noises in the bathroom. <laughs> I thought he was listening to like trap music. No, I don't think so. I, I th- I'm pretty sure he was beating off and maybe playing music to kind of mask it. <laughs> And, like, Brian, like, we were all talking about, like, the guy's got to shut up. And Brian got up in his, like, pajama pants and wife. He was like, all right, I'm going to do something about this. <laughs> like, he was going to go out. But by the time he walked out, someone was already, like, taking care of it. Oh, okay. Maybe it, that's a, maybe I'm misremembering the story. But I'm pretty sure at one point I have a vision of Brian, like, out of his bunk bed, 
like getting ready to go out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, at what point? I, I thought he. Yeah, I thought he did go like get someone to. Yeah. Okay. That, I think that maybe he went to the front desk, but yeah. we all thought he was going to like talk to that guy, like to <laughs> cut this out. <laughs> um. Yeah, it it did come to an end though, from my understanding. Yeah. Although he, at what point, like, do you just like have to start like grunting and making noise when you beat off? <laughs> like, <laughs> why can't you do it quietly? <laughs> Oh, unless you just kind of like yeah. I guess I never thought I'd never made noises while have beating lost it. Any shame? Maybe it enhances an experience in some way. I I wouldn't personally. Well, know. I don't know. Like, like how how much are you manhandling your meat? Like you know. Yeah. Like you're exerting that much force on yourself. Yeah. Something like that. Um. Are you even enjoying it at that point? You know. Yeah. Like your like your heart's gonna explode. <laughs> I, I I really got away from the main point though. Um, when I saw when I saw Ween, they they played your party. Yeah. And they fucked it up, like in the middle of it, and then they played an amazing version of Bananas and Below. Mm. Like, incredible! I couldn't listen to the song afterward, like the studio version afterwards. So how how well it sounded, how good it sounded live, <laughs> and they went right back into your party and nailed it. Nice. I like the line about tricolored pastas. Yeah. We had the best time at your party. The wife and I, thank you very much. Um, But let's talk more about modern music. Let me go to the Beth's comment here. Oh, yeah, please pull up the, the comment. <coughs> you, uh, I, the, I've been listening to the Joyce Manor record a little bit. It is all right. Slightly above average, probably, especially for them. <coughs> Their last couple of releases, I was kind of so so on. Oh, is it? It's like an audio comment. No. That'd be funny if you could leave audio comments on YouTube. Yeah. Or like, you know, they took this away, but they used to have the video replies. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do. I don't know why they took it away though. So this is just like a fuzz tone and then Okay, let's see. Had to rewatch the video a second time. Cos the first time it's spelled C O S. Okay. The first time I hit replay, I could only listen to the song while my eyes welled up with joy. The lyrics are just the most beautiful poetry and it's delivered beautifully with amazing audio. I really love this track so much in a in just a short amount of time. Can you play like two seconds of the song? Alright, I think I get the idea. Yeah, it's like a lot of like... There's a lot of like indie artists that just sound like they make music ready-made for commercials. Hmm. I don't know. I, would, I don't even know if I'd say that. But it's like there's kind of nothing that... It's all just like reverb-drenched kind of like... Like syncopated guitar. You got some like breathy or expressionless vocals, you know. Well, now it sounds like you're describing music I like. But that's the thing is like you know what. You can like some music that sounds like that. Yeah. But like, there's just a little extra something that some artists do that makes it good. 
True. And sometimes you can tell maybe they weren't trying as hard. And uh, I think that comes across typically. Something like uh, Wet Leg. Now that's a piece of shit band. You don't like Wet Leg? No. Hmm. I always gotta listen to them. I think I saved one of their albums to check it out. But historically, we disagree sometimes on bands. It's true. They're just annoying because, like, they received a... It's almost, like, too bad for them because they received, like, such hype for their album before it came out Mm -hmm. for no real reason. I guess maybe some people liked the singles. I personally didn't. But it's like, once the hype is that high, like, you can't live up to that. (laughs) Although, like, when the Strokes came on the scene, there was that kind of deal with their music. And I guess they probably lived up to the hype. I don't know. I think they did. Arctic Monkeys, similar situation. First album's good. Second album's good, too. I don't even know if I really like those anymore. Really? Yeah. I don't think it's not something I'm looking to listen to. Yeah. I had like a like an hour recently where I was like, yeah, this is good music. Goodbye. <laughs> and I spent like I watched a recent interview with Alex Turner just cuz I was curious what he's up to now. Sure. After 2014. <laughs> <laughs> and he seems like a normal guy again. Like what happened to him in 2014? <laughs> the rock and roll ghost dispossessed him and he's fine now. Yeah. Like that fucking Brit award where he like I want to thank you very fu- want to thank you very much <laughs> that rock and roll I pretty sure it yeah may, uh hibernate from time to time but it will never die I think we read that on the show one time maybe um <laughs> honestly that's a cool video <laughs> I think it was really funny. And yeah. I love in the background the rest of the van is like about to start laughing. Which yeah. makes me think was it all an act? It had to be like a performance act, right? Kinda like my theory that Demi Lovato is performance art. Maybe. But yeah, I mean I actually like the last album they did wasn't that bad. Really? It was just kinda like I don't know. It's wild that AM is as popular as it is still. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't that good? It's like a lot of teens entries into like classic rock, I think. AM? Yeah. Because it is so derivative. It's uh, it's almost like a starter kit for like, okay, now go listen to um these like five bands that they ripped off unabashedly. <laughs> Who would they rip off? Uh, Black Sabbath, mostly. I thought that was Suck It and See. Both? Probably. Oh, wait, you're right. Arabella rips off War Pigs. Yeah. Can't even, I can't believe I remember the name of the song. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I'm kind of embarrassed for you. Knee Socks. Oh, another one I remember. Knee Socks, Jesus. I believe, also was pointed out to me around the time that it kind of rips off a Dead Kennedys riff. Uh... Let me take that can. I'm going to put it on the table. Oh, okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I, um, I don't like them seeing my name. But as far as indie in general, 
kind of uh I kind of like that it's not in the spotlight anymore so it feels like there's less expectation on new rock bands to like be good create something popular oh so I feel like the weirder bands are allowed to thrive a little more I think my favorite newer band right now is Idols Okay. I haven't really listened to them that much. They haven't really spoken to me. Well, they probably fucking won't. <laughs> but <laughs> I love them. Okay. I, def- I I don't dislike them. I'll say that. Okay. But they, I don't think they really do. They're not my, my type of thing. Why? Because they're British? I wasn't going <laughs> to... Yeah. Whatever. Speaking of British people, I've been listening to the Smiths a lot lately. Have you? Yeah. Okay. They're a good band. I don't. I don't really give a shit. I feel like <laughs> there's like a a sentiment. It's like a affectation people pick up to hate them. You know. Yeah, well, you're you're in good company here, David. As you know. Yeah. Let's wrap. Now, Morrissey. I don't really care that much, one way or the other. You know, I could take him or leave him. Yeah. But he is a great singer. Great. Yeah. You totally unique voice. No one quite like him. His lyrics. I can't even describe like you know I'm not like trying to suck this guy because this guy this guy <laughs> dick but uh, there is something like very unique about those as well like how they're like absolutely sometimes very like profound and like you know interesting but also sometimes like the most base level like like very base. I don't know, I don't know how to describe it like a teenager could write like I don't mean that in an insult but like trying to think like uh just like uh, effective and concise yeah but very like like I'm trying to think now what I was example what, what I mentioned earlier about songs based on movies and books Morrissey is a huge culprit of that really just straight up stealing lines from books and movies throwing them in songs but he repurposes repurposes them in such an effective way that I really don't care. Yeah. There's one I was just thinking about in the shower. <laughs> Do you remember how the song goes? It's Heaven Knows I'm Miserable. I can't think of the lyric. Um, I was looking for a job and I found a job. Why do I smile at people I'd much rather kick in the eye? Yeah, or like, please, 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 please let me get what I want. Like, that's a very, like, kind of childish mantra, I feel like. A good song, for sure. Yeah. I just remember one time someone was very self-conscious about liking the Smiths. Someone excommunicated from my life. (laughs) And they made a post on Instagram that was like, Johnny Moore is, capital I, capital S, the Smiths. And it's like, no, he fucking isn't. (laughs) Other people play guitar just like Johnny Marr. If we're being real, he's 40%. Morrissey's 40%. The other two guys are each 10%. No. And hence the way Johnny Marr is 40%. Finances Morrissey is 60%. <laughs> and the other two and guys again, are And again, I'm not on your level where you love Morrissey. Like, I don't love him. Yeah. Like, I don't really like his solo music that much. Mm. But with the Smiths... It's some kind of magic. I don't know. Yeah. Great band. 
Yeah, in Shoplifters of the World Unite, that song owns. It's so good. That song has had more sex than any rock star <laughs> ever. That song steals a couple of lines from a James Dean interview, actually. Hmm. Not a movie, not a book. Interview. Don't hear that very much. That is. It's the part where he goes. Finest. My only weakness is a list of crimes. My only weakness is well, never mind, never mind. Yeah, I love the part, the guitar part, where it's like. Uh, it gives me goosebumps every time. Doesn't give me goosebumps, but it does give me a boner. <laughs> Yeah, as you get older, um, you know, like the eargasm thing, that's a teenager thing. When you're an adult, <coughs> you just, get a rock hard erection <laughs> instead. Just being at the gym, listening to uh, Asleep by the Smiths, <laughs> and then getting a rock hard erection, and then knocking over the weights. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. there's a podcast to be like, who was like, was talking about uh he likes to listen to like sad British music when he works out at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to try that next time. Yeah. Do you go to the gym a lot? Never. I just have my own stuff at home to work out with. You got a bow flex at home? <laughs> no, I wish. Just some free weights. Yeah. Kettlebell. I need to get some weights, but they're expensive. They're expensive. And you you know better than anyone how hard those are to deliver. Yeah, yeah, they are. They're usually sticking out of the box. <laughs> or like <laughs> they falling through the bottom of the box. Yeah, that's happened, yeah. <laughs> like I like was dry, I had like a car like a bunch of them delivered to one house and I was like just popping them on the car outside the truck and one of them the weight hit out of like popped out of the box before the rest of the box hit the, the other box. <laughs> <laughs> it was just out of the box. <laughs> uh it's good stuff. Um yeah, no, I did have a story for Rock News though. Probably wrap up with that. Sorry, no, not not that many jokes this episode. More just uh, cool down. Got uh, this one from this is from Exclaim. Jack White's wife got him a cameo from Island Boys for his birthday. What do you think of that? Uh, he probably responded like, uh, "Well, I may just be a simple Tennessee record." And he posted on Instagram, best birthday present ever. It would be funny if he's like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> That's why I was like, why would he, he, he would like that? I, it surprised me that he was so um, pleased. Or Is maybe he didn't want his wife to be embarrassed, I don't know. Do you think we're out of the woods on the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard story finally? Or do you think this is going to get relitigated? Why would it get relitigated? Is there, unless there's new stuff. I I think someone on Amber Heard's uh, team is trying to claim it was a mistrial. And this is rock news because he is in Hollywood Vampires. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good friend of Alice Cooper's. <laughs> um, What's with the actual Hollywood Vampires? What, why are they, who are the actual Hollywood Vampires? Then they talked about it in the Alice Cooper thing. Is Ringo Starr, Harry Nilsson... Dennis Wilson and <laughs> that is a weird John, John Lennon was was that it? Let's look it up. Hey, what a what a quirky name too. Hmm. Maybe we should get the Island Boys on the show. 
I oh. think they're in the Hollywood Vampires. Yeah. No, no, they're in the Pussy Posse. Yeah. They were like sure. two. They were like one year old. Who is that? That's Leo, Tobey Maguire, Spike Jones, Woody Allen, um, <laughs> Larry David. I think you meant Spike Lee, actually. Spike Lee, Philip well, Roth, Spike Jones too, but like this Spike Jones from the twenties. Yeah. Oh, the guy who did like the Jungle Book cartoon. And no. Uh, he did a Jungle Book cartoon. Did he? Yeah. Oh, Spike Jones and his City Slickers. The musician is who I'm it's thinking. It's Alice of. Cooper, Keith Moon, Ringo Starr, Harry Nilsson, and Mickey Dolan. Oh, Mickey Dolan's, yeah, from the Monkees. <laughs> That seems that's that's a celebrity crew. drinking club. Is it the Hollywood Vampires? Because they all suck. Just kidding. It looks like John Lennon was involved too. He was um a Hollywood acolyte though. He he was like a maybe hmm, I don't know. What's like a vampire's minion? Do they do they have minions? Yeah, the minions. Yeah, so he was a Hollywood minion. Yeah, that's the original Renford right there. Mm-hmm. Hey, speaking of like vampires, I'm surprised you guys didn't go see Minions earlier. We should have. So yeah, a different movie instead. Um, well, don't talk about our plans for the next episode. Sorry. No. I, well, I'll we talk to you about our plans for the next episode once we're done recording. Speaking of Hollywood vampires, what the fuck is up with Peter Thiel? What about him? Like a weird career trajectory. Hmm. You know, to go from the lead singer of Typo Negative, be this like cool kind of Chad, like <laughs> vampire bodybuilder, and then to go to whatever he's doing now, those weird creepy meetings he has. Ooh, who are these? I don't know. <laughs> I only kind of know who you're talking about. Yeah, Peter Thiel from Typo Negative, the lead <laughs> singer and bassist. Uh, uh, uh. I don't know. I don't know what to say about him. Well, well, who is he again? Peter, who? Peter Thiel. Yeah. Well, he was the lead singer of Typo Negative, <laughs> and then let's read his Wikipedia page. Okay, good stuff. Well, uh, this will close out the show. Okay, sounds the good. Classic Wikipedia reading portion of the show. Yeah. Peter Thomas... Oh, it looks like uh, Peter Thiel is a stage name. Okay. It's... Look at this name. (laughs) Okay. Rata... You know. Dan, you know your people's names. (laughs) There's like a J in there, a C, Z, Y, K. What's wrong with C, Z, Y, J, K? (laughs) What don't you understand about that, that series of letters? like a a Wi-Fi password. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, January 4th, 1962 to present. Um, known professionally as Peter Thiel, was an American musician, singer, and songwriter and entrepreneur. Uh, he was best known as the lead vocalist and bassist and composer of the gothic metal band Type O Negative. Right. Before forming Type O Negative, Teal had created the metal group Fallout and the thrash band Carnivore. Oh, a man of many traits. Early life. Is he still with us? Yeah, yeah, he is. Oh, okay. Uh, 
Teal was, well, we already know that. He was born in 1962 in Red Hook, Brooklyn. He's a Paisan. <laughs> Not really, I guess. We just realized he's British. <laughs> New York City to a Catholic family and attended Edward R. Murrow High School located in Midwood neighborhood of Brooklyn. Shouts his father was of Polish and Russian descent and his mother of Scottish-Irish. Oh, he's really got the big four right there. Scottish, Irish, Norwegian, and Icelandic ancestry. Okay, so she's got some bullshit wasp shit going on there. He was raised in uh, Bensonhurst and Brighton Beach, neighbors of Brooklyn. Neighborhoods of Brooklyn. Teal was the youngest of six children with five older sisters. His father fought in World War II and later worked at a shipyard. Teal, uh, yeah, Teal started taking guitar lessons at 12 before moving to bass six months later. Though Teal was naturally left-handed, he played right-handed guitars throughout his career. This came about when, uh, when one of his earliest bands, Aggression, also featuring Josh Silver. Uh, let's get Josh Silver on the phone, see if we, if we can explain what's up with Peter Teal these days. Okay. For which Teal played left-handed rhythm guitar, threatened to kick him out unless he switched to bass guitar as a left-handed bass guitar proved to be too expensive at the time. Teal purchased a right-handed bass and taught himself to play it. Teal worked for the New York New York City Department of Parks and Rec. Hmm. Probably knows Ron Swanson. <laughs> um, up until he began touring with Typo Negative in the summer of 1994. What's the year you were born? He was based right. at uh, Brooklyn Heights Promenade, where his job involved park maintenance, driving vehicles, including garbage trucks and steamrollers, and eventual promotion to the role of park supervisor. Hmm. You get it, Teal. Yeah. Teal considered his days working for the Parks Department to be among his happiest. Hell yeah. In 1979... It's been downhill from there. <coughs> Poor guy. Teal formed heavy metal band Fallout. In 1982, after the split of Fallout, Teal formed the thrash metal band Carnivore. With Carnivore, Teal's lyrics were often harsh, dealing with religion, war, race, and misogyny. We're going to have to investigate that. Um, Carnivore released their debut self-titled album in 1985. In 1986, Teal wrote lyrics for several songs on hardcore punk band Agnostic Front's second album, Cause for Alarm. What kind of band was Agnostic Front? I think I've heard of them. I've heard of them too, but I'm trying to make sure we're all good here. They're like um Democratic band? Yeah, they're a centrist band, a really aggressive centrist band. Oh, right. In uh, 1987, Carnivore released Retaliation before splitting up later that year. Typo negative. Teal formed this band in 1989 along with childhood friends Josh Silver, Kenny Hickey, and Sal Avakruskava, later replaced by Johnny Kelly. The band originally used the name Repulsion, but had to change it in 1990 due to legal issues with the American Grindcore band of the same name. Uh, well, and you don't yeah. want to cross a Grindcore band. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Repulsion sounds nothing like American Grindcore band of the same name. <laughs> They're completely different names. <laughs> Look, they even got their own Wikipedia link. Oh, they're they're in blue? Yeah. yeah. That's your name. The band then used the same the same the name Sub Zero. Teal had a tattoo in mind of a minus sign contained within the number zero that he originally intended to represent the Sub Zero band logo. 
after discovering that another band and video game was already using the Sub-Zero name, and with his tattoo in mind, Teal came up with the name Typo Negative after hearing a radio advertisement requesting donations of Typo Negative blood. When Typo Negative signed with Roadrunner Records, Teal signed his recording contract with a mixture of suave hair condition. Wait, wait. Signed his, he signed his record contract with a mixture of suave hair conditioner and chocolate syrup mixed with food dye, contrary to popular belief that it was his own blood and semen. Well, I think that's enough on think Mr. Teal today. <laughs> must go no further than that. <laughs> and, um... You know, uh, our listeners at home, go ahead and try making your own concoction of uh, hair conditioner and uh, you know semen or whatever. Yeah, let us know how it goes.